Church, say amen. Church, say amen again. Father, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ, for it is by him that we live, move, and have our being. And God, we come this morning to exalt and to recognize you as Lord, your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. Thank you for waking us up this morning and allowing us to come to worship. Now speak to our hearts, convict, convince, if need be convert. Teach us thy way, O Lord, and lead us in a plain path. In Jesus' name, amen. Church, say amen. Church, say amen again. Praise the matchless, miraculous, exalted name of the Lord Jesus Christ. No wonder Peter said when Jesus started out with 70 disciples and 58 turned back. And Jesus looked at Peter and said, will you too leave? And Peter's response was, where shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. So good to see Brother Love this morning. God bless you. Thank God for you. And uh, we are just thankful for who he is. This morning, if you have your Bibles, turn to St. John chapter 17. St. John chapter 17. And I want to, in the time I have allotted, to exegete this passage and exposit it in a way that hopefully we will never forget. John 17 and verse 5. And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thine own self, with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thine own self, with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. This morning, I want <clears throat> to preach around a subject purposeful praying. Purposeful praying. Praying with a purpose. Purposeful praying. And before I begin, if, if, if ever there was a text, probably Hebrews 1, 3, and Philippians 2, if ever there was a text that confirmed and solidified the deity of Jesus Christ, that Jesus is God, it is sitting before you. And whatever faith, whatever religion, 
whatever belief denies the Lordship of Jesus Christ, it is false. The greatest indicator of one's true interest and involvement with Almighty God is the secret substance of their prayer life. Prayers are our internal cries to an eternal God for his intervention and interception of our inflictions, infirmities, and interferences. That prayer should promote the purposes of God first. And then prayers should sing the praises of God second. And then prayers should exalt the person of God third. Too often we find ourselves when trapped in trouble coming to God with a grocery list for him to get us out. Some of us approach God as if he were Santa Claus with a written list that essentially deals with me, myself, and I. And some of us, the furthest that we'll pay, pray outside of the scope of ourselves is just for our children. We never think about praying for people we don't even know praying for God's will to be done. And, 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 what, and what begins to happen is that since prayer is indicative of really what's on the inside, we, we are not only living in frustration, but we're praying in frustration. Not, not, not understanding, not having been taught the essence who he is. And, and, and John chapter 17 is, is the Lord's, it's commonly called the high priestly prayer of Jesus Christ, a prayer of intercession, meaning intercede, to intercede on behalf of others. And, 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 and child of God, when we, when we look at this sequence of events, and I need to stop, pause, and park because Unless you understand the, uh, the flow of John, if you don't understand the flow of this book, you will miss major parts of a connected message. Do I have a witness? Yeah, unless you see it, unless you can see the whole instead of the parts, you will never fully understand the intent of the Holy Spirit when writing this book through the Apostle John. You see, in, in, John, in John chapter 8, and don't turn, John chapter 8, Jesus 
was instigating his death. Jesus was talking to the Pharisees, Sadducees, and scribes, and the subject came up about lineage. And they told Jesus, because Jesus had made a statement about amen being free, and they told Jesus, we have no need to be free. We are Abraham's seed. And Jesus said, if you were Abraham's seed, you would receive and love me because Abraham came out of me. In fact, before Abraham was, I am. And then he went on to say, and Abraham was glad <laughs> to see my day. And, 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 so, and so he stared up the religious leaders in chapter 8 and and, and then in chapter 9, he heals a blind man from birth, amen, and, and, and you know the story. The blind men, uh, the, the religious leaders got angry with the blind men because he kept giving Jesus the credit. And they said, well, Jesus is nothing but a stinking sinner. He said, whether he's a sinner or not, I don't know. One thing I do know, I, I was blind, but now I see you can call him what you want him, but to me, he's a miracle worker. Can I get a witness? And, 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 then, and, then, and then in chapter 10, chapter 10, he, he, he said, I'm the door and, and, and nobody can enter the sheepfold without coming through me. I am the good shepherd. And I know my sheep and my sheep know my voice and they follow me. And, 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 and all through John, he's instigating and instigating, and he's purposely instigating the religious rulers so that they would have an excuse to put him to death. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to fix this thing for you. But he really messed up in John chapter 11 when, amen, Lazarus, one of his best friends, got sick, and Mary and Martha was trying to get Jesus to come there, and he delayed four days and then walked into Bethany and said, where have you laid him? And they said, by this time he stinks. He said, just roll a stone away, and he calls Lazarus back from the dead. And when you look at the next chapter, chapter 12, He's sitting at the table eating dinner with Lazarus. So by this time, the religious leaders are beside themselves. They say, here's what we're going to do. We're not only going to kill Jesus, we're going to kill Lazarus too. Because Lazarus is the proof of the person he claims to be. I'm trying to preach to you this morning. You ain't getting this. And, and, and then in chapter 13, he takes the disciples away, and they're they in the upper room. They're they, you know, they talking. He's washing their feet, teaching them how to serve. And then chapter 14, amen, he's in the upper room. And listen to this. He's talking to the disciples about the following. Mm-hmm. And 14.31 says, Jesus said, come on, let's get up and let's go out of here. And on his way out at night from the upper room, which was a Thursday, yeah, He's walking under a full moon because it's Passover. And as he's walking, he, he passes the temple and see on the temple doors this inscription of a, of a vine, grapevine. He said, I am the true vine. And my father is the vine dresser. Do I have a witness? And then, and then as he's passing the temple, he goes a little further and decides to delineate about the Holy Spirit. It's expedient that I go away, that I can send back the paraclete, 
do I have a witness? And when he, and when he comes, and he will come. Can I get a witness? He will comfort you. He will guide you. He will teach you. He will direct you. But he'll never talk about himself. He'll only talk about me. And do I have a witness up in this house? So at, at chapter 16, he's dealing, and this is at night. And then the Bible says that while he was talking on his way to the garden of Gethsemane, these words, verse 1, spake Jesus as he lifted up his eyes to heaven. Notice he's outdoors. And said, he begins to pray to the Father on his way to being arrested. And it's in this context that he's going to pray for glory, guidance, and governing. That's what he's going to be praying for. Let me, let me stop, Paul, because in Matthew chapter 6, disciples said, Lord, teach us how to pray, and, and it's called the model prayer. And I want you to see the sequence of what was in that prayer. He, he, he says, Sister Hicks, he says, here's how you pray. You start off, yeah, with praise. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. He, he, he taught them the importance of praising Yahweh. Do I have a witness? And then, and then, and then after, after praise, he moved to priority. Thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is where in heaven so he he starts off with praise he moves to priority and then listen third he gives a petition give us this day our daily bread well, Jesus taught this praise, this priority, this petition, and, 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 and the petition led to penance. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive and release those that have trespassed against us. Are y'all getting this? And, 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 and so after, after this penance, G Jesus, Jesus uh, comes up with a pathway and lead us not into temptation. In other words, don't bring us to the door. Don't bring us to the brink where Satan can get us. Don't, 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 don't let us drift to where he can devastate us. He lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And then he moves, listen, he moves from the praise to the priority, to the petition, to the pathway, to the power. For thou art the power and the glory. But he ends in the permanence forever and ever. Amen. That, 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 that was a model prayer that had sequentially given God praise before a petition. Mm. And, then, and, then, and then when you go into the 
book of Psalms, the book of Psalms, 150 Psalms, most written by David, one, a couple by Moses, uh, uh, Hezekiah, Asaph, so forth, so on, you'll learn that the book of Psalms is made up of several types of prayer. There are penitential prayers. Psalm 3, Psalm 32, Psalm 51, where you are sorry for your sin. It's penitential. And then there are, yeah, these prayers of amen, deep invocation in which amen, we call imprecatory prayers. Uh, Psalm 55, where you are contrite, broken, you go before God and you're begging for his protection and provisions. And then, and then there's the Haleo, hallelujah prayers, psalms that, 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 that are there. Then the devotional, the accent, the acrostic, the messianic. So all of these are different types of psalms that raises a different attitude towards God. But when you look at John 17, John 17 is what John Knox, a great Scottish reformer in the 1600s called the Holy of Holies. That when you get to John 16, you are entering the Holy of Holies. It is said that before John Knox died on his deathbed as he was dying, he asked someone to keep reading John 17. I want to go to glory hearing John chapter 17. What a testimony. Here's Jesus approaching the point of his death, his crucifixion, and he decides to give God, listen to this, an accountability report of what he has been doing on earth for three years. Oh, God. Mm. It's here in this context that we begin to learn some things about prayer. Prayer is not getting your will done in heaven. Prayer is getting God's will done on earth. Can I get a witness? Now, now, let me stop pausing part. Let's go to school. You know, Lord, help my son. He's, uh, Lord, help my daughter. Lord, I need money for my bills. Lord, I, I mean, all that's all right, but that's not how you approach the God of the universe. Because my Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness, and then everything else will be thrown into the deal. Can I get a witness? I, I remember Solomon taking the throne from his father David. David was dying and Solomon was take, going, going to be king. He was young and he, he, he had no experience. And God said, Solomon, what do you want me to give you? He said, give me wisdom. That, that, that I may know how to go in and out before your people. God said, you know what? Since you did not ask for riches, I'm going to make you the richest man alive. Since you did not ask for chariots, I'm going to, amen, give you more chariots. You see, it's what we don't ask God for in keeping his sequence that God remembers and ends up giving it to you anyhow. Right, right. 
thinking about these prayers. Paul prayed to the church at Ephesus that they would be strengthened in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in their hearts by faith, that they would be, here's, here's Paul's prayer for the church at Ephesus, that you would be rooted and grounded in his love. My God. Then when he prayed for the church at Colossae, it's one of my favorite prayers, and it's what I pray for my children every day. Lord, I don't pray that they finish college first. I don't pray that they would uh, stay out of trouble first. I pray that God would fill them with the knowledge of his will in spiritual wisdom and understanding. Do I have a witness? And, 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 so, and, so, and so, child of God, when we begin to look at this makeup of, of, of John 17, I want to uh, press on to let you see that this prayer is so loaded, it's so loaded with not only information but invitation. It's loaded with a learning and a liberty. It's loaded that if we could pray purposely, yeah, we would have a peace that passes all understanding. Look, look at this, and I want to get through this as quickly as possible. First of all, um, we see a rationale for his glory, a disclosure, chapter 17, verses 1 to 5. Are you with me? Now, there's three things affirmed here, three things that we have affirmation of, and, and, and one is relationship, one is redemption, and one is royalty. I want you to see this in verse 1. It says, these words spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes, he's outside, to heaven and said, Father, stop. First thing came out of his mouth was Father. Now, now there, there are some faiths, some religions that don't believe that there are three persons in the Godhead. We call it the Trinity, the triunity of God. There's, now this is a mystery, one God manifested through three persons. God the Father is the benefactor of history. He thought it. God the Son bought it. And God the Holy Ghost sealed it. Can I get a witness? That when you begin to look at the triunity of God, you say, well, how can three be one? Well, it's a mystery. They are all independent and yet interdependent. Are you getting this? Yeah, and this is the way your marriage ought to be. Independent and yet interdependent. They have three different functions. Are you with me? So look what he says here. And I, I, he says, Father, God the Son, his eternal Son, the deity of Jesus Christ being the unique, only begotten Son of God. And I don't want to start taking shots at groups, but I will. Because we got this little thing going around now. You're not supposed to say bad, anything bad about anybody. The heck with that. If it's false, it's false. As Terrell Owen said, if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's a duck. Excuse me for quoting him. 
have to talk bad about you. We, but we should tell you you're going to hell. If you don't believe that Jesus is the unique son of God and you cannot get into heaven, get near God without him, you're going to hell. Preachers are preaching for popularity. That's why they don't want to offend people. Can I get a witness? Come on now, y'all can talk back to me now. Father, he's, he's, he's God the Son. Notice what he's talking about. He says, Father, the hour is here. What hour? John chapter 2 at a wedding, Mary, his mother came to him and said, they're out of wine. He said, what do you want me to do? My hour has not yet come. See, the hour is the purpose for him living. The hour is the purpose. So when we start talking about purposeful prayer, my prayers ought to be, listen, in God's purposes. Why? Purposes for what? Purposes towards his glory. Are you getting this? That is, Lord... Whatever, you, whatever glory you want to get out of my life, make it happen. That ought to be my prayer. Now, now, now understand, that's easy to say because when you start talking glory, it's going to cause you some pain. Amen. See, because see, 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 Jesus, Jesus went to the cross and died on the cross. That was, that was the purposeful pain. Look what it says. Father, the hours come, glorify thy son, thy only unique begotten son, that thy son may also glorify thee as thou hast given him uh-oh power over all flesh that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him are you with me he's making a transition from God the Son to God the Savior. Because that's why he's dealing with election. Everybody you gave me, I lost none. The whole election process is in my hands. When you give me an elected official, I make sure they have eternal life. It's right here in the text. Can I get a witness? Look at verse 3, and this is life eternal, that you might know thee, the only true God, and who? Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Mm. God, God the Savior is our Redeemer. He redeemed us. Isn't that right? Now look what he says, verse 4, I have glorified thee on the earth. I have what? Finished. The work which thou has given me to do. Now let me stop pausing for The greatest compliment to a Christian is to say, I have finished what the Lord gave me to do. Now the Lord didn't give you to do. He didn't tell you to go out and make a lot of money. Yeah. What has God asked you to do? He asked me to raise my kids. No, you here. No, that's not his that's not his that's not his upfront will. 
It's something God has asked you to do. And, and, and it's only when it's finished that we can praise him. Why, why, why do you think Paul, here, here, here's Apostle Paul, 2 Timothy 4, and they, the guards came along and said, all right, Paul, Nero calling for your head. We're going to chop your head off tonight. Paul got up, dusted himself off, said, look, I fought a good fight. I finished my course, and I kept the faith. Didn't Paul say that? Now, now, now there's laid up for me a crown of righteousness. You know, you know, you know the one thing that I want to get you to see is that there's something that God wants you to finish that has something to do with his glory. He didn't pray for prestige. He didn't pray for money. He didn't pray for power. He prayed for God's glory. Uh, you know, one of the reasons I try to be transparent with you is to help you grow. I could care less what you think about me. My record is settled in heaven. Do I have a witness? I don't have to prove nothing to you or nobody else. I've been tithing 10% over 30 years. I ain't start tithing when I pass at this church. Can I get a witness? Oh, let me talk to the clock. Can I get a witness? I sleep at home at night. Yeah, get quiet on that one too. In the name of Jesus. The fact of the matter is, is that, but I haven't always, yeah, been where I am now. There, there, were, there, there were seasons of struggle. There were seasons where I, you know, fell, messed up, blew it. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? And, 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 and listen, but as you grow in grace, you get stronger and you get, as you, as you, as, as, as you apply the truth to your heart, you, you get stronger, your walk gets stronger, you, you, you want to please him. You, you're no longer on the throne, but he's on the throne. Can I get a witness? And child of God, as you grow in grace, God gives you his will, his his word, yeah, his wisdom. God, God begins to fuel you with something that came outside of you in, I'm preaching up in this place, for you to look back and give him all of the praise. It wasn't you that came and got saved. It wasn't, it wasn't you that joined the church. It wasn't you that served in ministry. It wasn't you that praised his name every Sunday morning and run up and down the aisle. No, it's him. It's him. It's, it's him in you. It's him around you. It's him through you. It's him with you. It's him. He's made a difference in our lives. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I'm messed up, but thank you. I'm not as messed up as I used to be. Thank you. Because every once in a while, I get a glimpse of your glory. Thank you. Because he that had begun a good work in you will keep on doing it to the day of Jesus Christ. Thank you. Because weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. Thank you. I've been young and now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Never seen a seed begging. Thank you. Lord, you've been good to me. 
you snatch me out of hell with smoke still in my garments. You put me on the street called straight. Thank you. If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? Thank you. Thank you. Should have been dead. Should have been gone. Should have been down. Should. I said I should have been out. But God say any good he's gone. Some of y'all think you got where you are all by yourself. But there's a few of us that understands it's the goodness, goodness, goodness of God that leads to repentance. All right, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. Listen, 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 hallelujah, listen, God, God the Son, God, God the Savior, and then God the Sovereign, are y'all with me? Now look at verse 5, he says, and now, O Father, Glorify thou me with thine own self with the glory which I had with thee. Now the preposition with denotes separate and yet equal. With thee before the world was. Talking about the eternality of Jesus Christ. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and all things were made by Him, and by Him all things consist, and nothing that was made was made except He made it. Do I have a witness up in the house? That, that He says, He says, He says, now, Father, uh, I had to lay aside my glory. I didn't lose it, I laid it down. 
I had to lay aside my prerogatives, Philippians 2. I had to lay aside my rights as God so that I could become human, so that I could die on a cross. And now that the work is finished, y'all ain't getting this. And when you get this on the way home, you really going to shout. You say, well, how is the work finished? And he didn't go to the cross yet because he had already surrendered. The, the cross, he was crucified before the foundation of the world. Can I get a witness? Y'all ain't ready for this. But look at this. He, he's talking about God, the sovereign. Now, here's the key for us. Would you lay down all your prerogatives, all your pleasures, all your prosperity, and take on pain for the purposes of God? And if the answer is no, you ain't ready for prime time. Can I get a witness? There, he, we, we, see, we see a rationale for his glory. A disclosure. Hmm. But secondly, we see a request for God's guidance. Now, 6 to 19, he's praying for his disciples. First, verses 1 to 5, he prayed for himself. Are y'all with me? Simple, simple outline. Now he's praying for his disciples, but I want to I challenge you. There's four areas in which he's praying for his disciples. And, 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 and let me stop, pause, and park. After we pray for God's glory to be done in the lives of our children and husbands and wives, then we ought to pray for guidance. Are you ready to Guide him. Guide him. Now let me, I dwelt on this this morning. <clears throat> I left home at 17, military, draft, had to go. Um, hmm. Throughout my life, when I got saved, there were intervals that the Holy Ghost would take me back to called reruns. You know, you know, you know what a rerun is. You saw it before and you can immediately recognize something. Isn't that right? And I came to the point where as I reflected on my life I saw places where I changed my mind and changed my direction and changed my friends and changed my feelings and I wasn't even saved. You see where I'm going with this place. And what makes me want to run around the church is that now that I'm saved, before I was saved, the Holy Ghost was actually navigating stuff. E even when I tried to fail, I, I couldn't ultimately fail. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? 
and, 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 and child of God, I've discovered that it, it had to be, Sister uh, Mom Bettner, that somebody was praying for me. Some, somebody, 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 somebody was praying. Somebody, somebody was on their knees when I, when I, when I, when I was blown out of my mind on that bar stool. Somebody was on my, some, somebody was on their knees. Bruce, when, when I was in that world and doing my thing and not caring. Hey, hey, and li listen, 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 living recklessly. How, how many of y'all live recklessly? Yeah, yeah, living recklessly, uh, driving recklessly, and getting high recklessly. I'm preaching now, man. Ha having sex recklessly. I'm preaching up in this place. When I lived a reckless life, something was happening that God never let me go too far in. I had one foot in hell, but God had a chain on me. He, he stopped pulling me back out. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. And I, that's why the songwriter said, somebody pray for me, had me on their mind, took the time to pray for me, and I'm so glad they prayed. I'm so glad they prayed. Look, look, look at this, look at this, look at this. See, so you got to understand what I'm saying. How many of y'all saw boys in the hood? Boys in the hood. You saw boys in the hood. Now, now look, watch. There's an episode in there. After his friend gets killed, they're all crying. They're full of blood. He jumps in the car, right? They loading up an AK-47, and nobody's talking. And all of a sudden, he said, let me out. He, he, said, he said, let me out. And, 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 and the, other, the other three in the car just looked at him. He, he said, let me out. And he got out, and they drove off. Now, here, here's, here's what I want you to see about this. First of all, he was the only boy in that car that had a father in his life. Isn't that right? And see, he knew they were on their way to murder. But what the father had put in him start coming back. Y'all ain't, ain't praying with me. See, what the father had engineered over the years, his father, his father was hard on him. His father made him keep rules and boundaries. His father was always in his case. Can I get a witness? But just at that time when he was about to be involved with murder, he said, no, 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 let me out. And here's what you and I don't understand. Just when we're about to do something <laughs> dumb and stupid, our parents, who may be in heaven, they come back to us. Somebody who invested in your life starts speaking loudly. And you find yourself, no man, I'm going this way. You, you, come on now. You, 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 you find, you find, you find, you find, 
you find that you can't go through with what you wanted to go through with and you had nothing to do with it. It's what was put inside of you. Can I get a witness? Well, child of God, I'm letting you know that God through your parents, God through your Sunday school teachers, God through your church, God through your father, God through your mother has put something in you. And you may not even understand how deep it is. But when you try to make a wrong move, you got to back out and go another way. Can I get a witness? We ought to pray for guidance of our children. Can I get a witness? Let me bring this thing in. Look at Jesus. Four things. Verse 6. He's praying for the elected ones. I have manifest thy name unto the men which thou gavest me out of the world. Thine, they were, and by the way, in the Greek, this out of the world. Sanctification is to be set apart. But this out of the world carries a connotation out of the world and could never go back. <laughs> oh! The, the ones you pull out of the world yeah, and can never go back. Thine they were, notice the past tense were, election, and thou gavest them me, and they have kept my word. Are y'all with me? Now, child of God, he's talking about elected ones. That God is praying for all of the elect. Yeah, and the disciples are part of the elected ones. Thank you, Jesus. But secondly, he's praying for the enlightened ones. Are you with me? Look, look, look at verse 8. For I have given unto them the words. Now stop, pause, and park. This word, it's not a written word. It's a spoken word. And this word, words, in the Greek is rima. Are you with me? A particular word for a particular person for a particular time. It's a fitted word. Allah. Look what he says. We are enlightened because his will is revealed. Look at verse 9. I pray for them. I don't pray for the world, but for them that thou hast given me, for they are thine. He, listen, not only elected, enlightened, but enabled. Amen. The word has been received by them. All mine are thine, verse 10, and thine are mine. And Lord God, Father, I'm glorified in them. Are y'all with me? He, He deals with the elected ones, the enlightened ones, the enabled ones. But listen, in this text, he deals and ends with the empowered ones. Now look at verse 15 and 19 because empowered denotes Amen, that reforms have been made in their lives. All right, look at verse 15. I pray not that they you should take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil one, Satan. They are not of the world, even as I'm not of the world. Sanctify, set them apart with intentions of never going back. Them through thy truth, thy word is truth. Now, truth comes in triplet form, and I don't have time to deal with it, Truth comes, listen, truth is, a, truth is a principle, truth is a person, and truth is a power. Are y'all getting this? 
once I understand the principle and I'm praising the person, I have the power. Truth in triplicate form. So here, 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 here's what he's Paul. Here's what Jesus is praying. He's praying. Listen, Amen. Fifteen and nineteen. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also might be sanctified through the truth. Amen. So he's requesting a guidance for his disciples. Now. My son's getting ready to graduate college. I'm very proud of him. God bless you. And he's putting out information, seeking career employments and all that. He, you know that. And I don't, I don't ever say anything about that. I say, you know what? I've been praying since you were a baby that you would be in God's will. God will determine. Listen. He will determine where you're going to end up at. Like he determined where we're going to end up at. And I can tell you that, I can challenge you today and tell you many of you didn't know you were going to end up where you are right now. You had aspirations of being somewhere else with somebody else. Green finally saying amen. We, we, didn't, we didn't have aspirations to be where we are. God lets you think you are controlling your future. Do I have a witness? God lets you think you controlling your pathways. And all he's got to do is inject one thing here and one thing here. See, see, here's the way this thing goes. God's will for me is back here. But I'm defiant and rebellious and worldly and fleshly, so I don't want to hear that. I'm going this way. So God, God sits in heaven and says, now let me see. I'll put something here, and when I get to that something there, I can't go any further here, Wayne. So I'm like the three stooges. I find myself turning around. Then God says, I'll have something waiting here. Then when I get there, that's hot, so I'm going this way. And then God lets something stick me in my back, and then I'm going this way. And then God lets something stick me in my side, and I'm going this way. I can't get a job over here, so I look over here. And finally, when I look up, I'm right smack dab in the will of God. Y'all ain't getting this. That's why he's able... He's able to do far exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think. So all you got to do is just pray for guidance. You're going to end up right where the Lord wants you to end up. Come hell or high water. I need to say that because some of y'all going to get there on your own. Some of y'all going to get pushed there. Some of y'all going to get shoved there. Some of y'all going to get thrown there. But you're going to end up right smack where God wants you to be. That's what makes him God. What makes him God is that he can do whatever he wants to do when he wants to do it, how he wants to do it, and through whom he wants to do it. Can the thing formed say to the one that formed it, <laughs> he's the potter with a clay. 
I ain't want to be no pastor. Maybe a pimp. Maybe a party man. I ain't want to be no pastor. Oh, I'm preaching up in this place. I got people self-fully say, how in the world did you end up being a pastor? Had a girl come to this church, me and her was in high school together in 68. Look, she said, 67, she said, she said, she said, you a pastor? She said, you were terrible in high school. She, she's a medical doctor. I ain't want to be no pastor. Did I have anything to do with being a pastor? Nothing. It's called calling. <laughs> it's called pulling in. It's called turning around. But I wouldn't trade it for the world. Because I love what I do. I lift up the name of Jesus. I love what I do. Because I preach in season and I preach out of season. I love what I do because I help snatch people out of hell and put them on the street called straight. I love what I do, but I had nothing to do with what I'm loving to do. Ah, y'all messing me up now. I love what I'm doing, but I had nothing to do with what I'm doing. It was somebody outside of me that controlled me, that led me, that guided me, that directed me. Can I get a witness? That's the way God works. What I said I wouldn't do, I end up doing. What I said I wouldn't go, I end up going. In the Lord good. Any good. Any good. Finally, we see a reward for God's governing. Now he's praying, verse 20, 20, for all the future church. Everybody, verse 20, neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. Can I get a witness? I got to get out of here, but we see unified learning 20 to 22. Can I get a witness? Then we see unified liberty 23 to 24. And then we see unified loving 25 and 26. You say, well, preacher, why do you need a learning and a liberty before you can start loving? Because you can't love without being liberated. And you can't be liberated without learning. You need Jesus for an example. Can I get a witness? So child of God, our purposeful praying, yeah, ought to be I'm praying for his glory and for my finish. Can I get a witness? And it's going to cost me some pain. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, glory is costly. Yeah, and it will require us finishing the work. Can I get a witness? Well, I'm praying for his guidance. I need his word, his will, and a sanctification from the world. But then I need government in my life. I need unity. I need power, peace, and provisions. And what Jesus 
is saying in this prayer, this high priestly prayer, is that if you pray for God's glory in your life, and you pray for God's guidance through your life, and you pray for God's government about your life, you're going to walk away a mighty strong soldier because what you didn't pray about, he's going to bring it anyhow because your priorities are in line. Can I get a witness? Well, Lord, I want to live a life that's glorious to your name. Can I get a witness? Uh, Raymond, Maurice Gordon, because you did not pray for money, yeah, because you did not pray for pleasure, because you did not pray, I'm going to make sure I throw some icing on the cake. Can I get a witness? Because your priorities are in line. Lord, I need to be guided by the Holy Spirit because I got a history of making wrong decisions. I got a history of making wrong turns. I got a history of doing things wrong. So God, I need your guidance. Lead me by the still waters and restore my soul. Lead me into paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Can I get a witness? Lord, I need your guidance. On the highway, I need your guidance. In the church, I need your guidance. In service, I need your guidance. When I'm upset, I need your guidance. When I'm angry, I need your guidance. When I feel hurt, I need your guidance. When I feel uh, uh, yeah undone, I need your guidance. When I feel empty, I need your guidance. When I feel lonely, I need your guidance. Can I get a witness? And then God, I need some government in my life. I, 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 I need some equipment. So as I swim in this world of filth, I'll have, like a scuba diver, I'll have some equipment on so I can breathe and stay above water because I'm weak, but thou art strong. Can I get a witness? It's called purposeful praying. Child of God, your prayer life ought to change after this sermon. And when you can, think about the glory, the guidance, and the government. Here's what you pray, Lord, not my will, but may thine will be done. Lord, have thine own way. I'm the potter and thou art the clay. Lord, make me, shape me, break me, mold me. Lord, take over, be my doctor, be my lawyer, be my friend. Lord, I need you to just get in the way. I need you to push me out the way. Lord, I need to live for your glory and live for your guidance and live for your government. Say, yeah, I dare you to pray like that and power will come out in your marriage and power will come out in your life and power will come out in your heart. Say it. Say it. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't he good? Isn't the Lord good? He's good. He's Alpha. He's good. He's Omega. He's good. Purposeful. Let's stay on our feet. As every head is bowed, every eye is closed.
If you're here today and you're not saved, Jesus, the only begotten Son of God, died for your sins, was buried and rose again. He wants to save you right now by confessing that you are a sinner and you want him to come in and save you. If you want to be saved, just raise your hand. Is there one? Is there one? I see hands. Come on up there. Church, say amen. Is there another? Praise him. Okay, that's all right. That's all right. Is there another? Is there another? Just step out. You need to give your life to Christ. Come on over here, baby. You need to give your life to Jesus Christ. Everything's not going to change overnight. It's called progressive sanctification. Is there another? You want to join? If you want to join a church, will you come out? I couldn't think of a better church to join. That's right. Is there another? You want to join the church on your Christian experience? Is there another? Praise God. Will you go with the minister, please? Chris, take in the back. Thank you. Let's, amen. All right. These buses are pulling out here at one, at the latest, 115. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. I have a different way of praying. It's called purposeful praying. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for Jesus, the author and the finisher. Now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, love of God, sweet communion, bless the Holy Spirit, rest, and abide with each of us both now and forevermore. Church, say amen.